A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to World Cricket Show Ashes Daily, reporting on the first day from Brisbane, I'm Adam Bayfield, and with me is Tony Kerr. Hey, you right? I'm good, Tony. We're doing this over Zoom. Um, no video, just audio. I think you're in bed. Yeah, I'm in bed, so yeah. You were like, I won't turn the video on just because, you know, the internet's a bit slow, the internet will drop out, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what kind of state you're in. Yeah, not, not too bad. The odd, uh, the hair looks like one of those sort of troll dolls. <laughs> if you can picture that so yeah I, I just thought you know i was worried that you would take a screen grab and post it so there you go i would have done yeah i had my my finger poised over the screenshot button but presumably this is because you've been up all night you've been up all night watching the <laughs> no. well i've made a commitment to stay up until we were four down so i think i was in bed by about 1 15 <laughs> yeah <laughs> um in bed by 12 06 that was the line i was going to draw um but yeah feel, feeling a little under the weather today but not purely cricket related so there we go what a gift we're giving to the world because the world just needs another ashes daily podcast really uh but you know when you've got the twitter handle when you've been bestowed with that power uh you know it's almost our responsibility to use it that being said we've both tried to log in to our to at ashes daily on twitter which we started well just a reminder the bio reads a daily podcast to accompany the World Cricket Show through the 2010-11 Ashes series. So it's really up to date. Um, but I feel like it's one of those, we've now, you know, the, you hear those stories about people who've got like several Bitcoin on a hard drive from like 10 years ago that they just can't access. It's exactly like just, that, yeah, because we, we exactly. can't get into it. Neither can't get into can it, remember the password. And you know, how much would BT Sport pay for that? I mean, it's it's got to be worth <laughs> literally dozens of pounds. So um yeah if we can with basically this will be it'll probably take us the whole series to hack it yeah, hack back into ashes daily on twitter so it's exactly like those bitcoin stories except you know worth not as much money as that <laughs> um but, but yeah I, I did spot the bt sports breakfast show is called ashes daily the guardian are doing ashes daily final word are doing ashes daily but you know we're the original and we're bringing it back for the first time in 11 years. <laughs> we really kept it, kept it up consistently throughout that time. So it's surprising that, that anyone else felt they could, they could take the name. Uh, but well, yeah, exactly. we're doing it, Tone. We, we, you know, we talked about it. I, I was sceptical that it would happen. But here we go. We, have at least, we are at least doing one episode of Ashes Daily. So let's talk about it. <laughs> Brisbane, day one, fairly grim. <laughs> is, is, is that how you'd sum it up? Yeah, I mean, you can say that, can you? Yeah, you can say that. Um, could they have shown the replay of uh, the Burns wicket any more times? Uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't see it all the way. As I say, I, I, I clocked off, um, well, a little after Stokes fell. Yeah, by which time Fox had, had, had probably shown the Burns wicket, I reckon, 20 times. Um, 
so yeah that is now that's now kind of burnt onto my memory i don't think i'll ever be able to escape the the noise of that and it, i mean it, just the the the, the the period of time between Matt Smith saying, here we go, whatever, like first pull of the ashes to the stumps clattering. I mean, it's like scientists will be, it's like the sort of, I don't know, like the big bang. There was, it was just like, it just happened in an absolute split second. There was no, there was no time to get, get your seats really, was there? It was, um, yeah, it was something else. Oh yeah. And as, as always happens as England fans, we were kind of, talking ourselves into feeling more and more optimistic the the closer <laughs> yeah. we got to the start and I, you know i was texting my my brother-in-law uh and you know we were both sort of saying do you know what i'm actually i'm actually starting to think that just maybe you know and then literally ball one it's like oh no it just you know, <laughs> that, but that that balloon is popped i mean is this is it the new i do feel bad for rory burns by the way because this is whatever happens this will that one moment will define his career um forever you know I, I, that's really tough for him but you know is this is this the new harmison moment you know is it, is it that's the only thing i can really compare it to is that that steve harmison first ball wide in 2006 yeah i mean i think it possibly is i, I suppose if, if england go on to win the series in either sort of triumphant fashion or they edge it in a thriller then it will be a footnote won't it but there's a there's a fairly steady chance now that, that Australia gone to win. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? We've had like, well, yeah, people sort of writing off the series after one ball, but yeah, it, it's tough to feel too confident at this stage. I, I do feel slightly sorry for him because, it, like, it, to me, it was quite a decent ball. Um, I know on commentary, like uh, Warren, I think is pretty much who has been digging out Stark. I think hasn't he? Um, was basically like, oh, you know, full toss on leg stump. That should be going for four. I mean, it it did swing in quite a lot uh, to my eye, and obviously Burns. That's just what he does. His his front foot. I mean, it, it does kind of, it sort of sticks across him almost like a baby deer, isn't it? So kind of, it just doesn't look very balanced. It it, it comes across, and and obviously you know, first ball of a of a hype series, you know, all the tension and nerves and everything, and. Uh, and then Stark chucks down what to me was a pretty good, pretty good ball to 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 throw up first. So yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I yeah, I feel a little bit sorry for him. I mean, that is just heartbreaking. It could have been a plan, couldn't it? It could have been a, a setup for Burns because, as you say, that is that is a technical thing that he has. But that and they did kind of suggest that on commentary at one point that that might be generous. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see if they continue that. Um, you know, if that is a plan, if they continue with that throughout the rest of the series but you know I, I'm, I'm a little bit in between you and Warren I think like it, it was a good ball but he probably should have dealt with it but it is as you say it's the the, the moment the situation and he may have just got a little bit of unlucky a little bit unlucky and just just missed it um but it's it's pretty pretty brutal isn't it and but I mean I, I I obviously feel yeah as I say I feel really bad for him it will haunt him but it, it shouldn't it's not the same as that Harmison moment in that obviously the Harmison moment just spoke to this complete, like that just mentally he and England were just nowhere. Whereas this, as you say, this was a good ball from a fast bowler. It's completely different, but just in terms of like setting the tone and just, yeah, the, any kind of hope and expectation just uh, exploding in that moment. Uh, it just does feel very ominous, but as you say, it is only one day, one innings, 
and we may look back and think oh yeah do you remember that do you remember when Burns got out first ball but there's a long long way to go but it just it just feels it it feels like depressingly familiar at this point what, what did you think about the decision at the toss you know Joe Root obviously uh, winning the toss and electing to bat what what, what did you think about that you know, well given the, yeah given the conditions I, I I would rather have us yeah I'd rather have seen us bowl for sure um, uh, yeah I think it was definitely the wrong decision and it and it felt like the wrong decision at that in that moment too I don't think that's just hindsight when you look at the balance of the two sides and and, and particularly England's strengths and weaknesses and you know people you know calling it what you know one of the worst Ashes batting lineups of all time I mean I don't that seems probably a touch harsh but. Um, it, I, I don't know, it just seems like putting yourself in the firing line completely undercooked. Yeah, I, I'd have rather seen us bowl. Obviously, the weather um, and the pitch conditions, you know, there was some debate about what either co- either captain would do and, and Cummins you know, said he would have also had a bat, but it was you know a good toss to lose, as the cliche goes. But given the rain around, given all that stuff, just we should have just had a bowl. And even if Australia had been, you know, 300, well, I suppose it was rain, wasn't it? If Australia had been like 250 for two, you'd probably still have taken it. You'd be like, oh, well, you know. You'd probably still rather be in that position than in this one, wouldn't you? But, you know, because at least there's a the opportunities for a comeback, whereas this feels like it's going to take something pretty extraordinary for England not to lose now. But um, I, is that... It, that's the ghost of NASA, isn't it? That's, I think that's got to be a big part of it, that, you know, obviously NASA so famously won the toss and chose the bowl at the Gabba in 2002, and that still haunts him. That's one of the defining things of his career, at least as a captain, because that, you know, that was entirely the wrong decision. And, and, and it's, so that presumably does play on the mind, you know, of, of Joe Root and the England setup. Uh, you know, can you? It feels very brave to win the toss and bowl at the Gabba, given the history. But given the conditions, and as you say, the the relative strengths of the the two teams, it it it, it that it did feel like a, a win the toss and bowl morning. Um, but that said, I, I agree with you. I think it it probably, in some senses, it, it was a really good toss to lose, which is a cliche, but I, I think true in this case because. Yeah, Australia could quite easily, if they were batting, have, have been two down at the close, and then they would have been getting a lot. Of, Joe Root would have been getting a lot of stick for that. So it was a, it was a it was a tough decision. Um, and what about the selection? It always it like yet again, England gets skittled out, and all the talk is over the selection of the bowling yeah. attack. But obviously, Stuart Broad's left out. What what did he make of that? No, I didn't mind it. I, you know, we'll see how England's bowlers get on tonight tomorrow um what day is it what what do you mean what day is it <laughs> sorry our, our uh, easy back and forth banter doesn't work quite as well on zoom does it <laughs> you know i was kind of suggesting i've forgotten what day it is already so. yeah true okay <laughs> like, what's the it's good to have to explain the joke <laughs> yeah yeah it's a great joke it's a great guy. Look, what do you I... mean what day is it <laughs> thought you have a go um I, I don't when you look at that bowling lineup for England, we'll see how they get on tomorrow. I don't necessarily mind mind that. I don't know. 
there's obviously you know people saying things like oh you know England have left out 1100 test wickets and all this kind of stuff now Anderson obviously yeah, couldn't play um it wasn't available I know there's all the stuff about you know there's the broad Warner stuff and you know he's obviously a big competitor but it, I don't know well I just think it's too early to, to make a call on that yeah, I, I thought it was surprising. I was definitely surprised when I saw they'd left him out. Um, and, I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad they picked Leach. You know, a lot of people were saying you know, Phil Tufnell was absolutely apoplectic that they picked Jack Leach uh, and left out abroad. But for me, the choice, I, 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 I always, almost always want them to pick a spinner. But for me, the choice was Broad or Wokes. And I was a bit surprised they picked Wokes. But then, as someone uh, pointed out to me on Twitter, you know, Wokes possibly selected as much for his batting. Uh, as his bowling so that, that does make sense to strengthen the tail but yeah I, I was surprised but I don't think it's like a, a, a staggering jaw-dropping decision in the way that some people seem to think like yeah Broad obviously was superb particularly against Warner in 2019 18 months ago Broad was bowling as well as he ever has but this year maybe not quite so much and I, you know I, 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 is he one of England's first choice bowlers now Probably not, actually, because uh, I think England's first choice attack from this squad is Anderson, Wood and Robinson. So I don't think, you know, obviously then the fact that Anderson isn't playing here, it is surprising and to leave out all that experience. But I I, I don't think it's, you know, I, I, I don't think that's going to be where this game is is won and lost at all. Um, what, what I would say, though, is if they, because the BBC seemed to be suggesting that the decision was made with a view to later in the series, i.e. that it's almost like a rotation decision. And if that's the case, that is strange because England, you would think England have got to get a result here in Brisbane if they're going to have any chance in this series. But like, as in, if they go 1-0 down, it, it, it could very easily get away from them. Um, so you'd think, surely pick your absolute strongest team you can right now. Um, but I, I don't think that would be the case. I, I'm, I'm assuming that they've, they've picked this team because they think it's, you know, they picked this attack because they think it's the best one for these conditions. And you know, I'm sure Broad will play a part later in the series, but I, I, I don't think it would be about rotation, although wouldn't necessarily put it past them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it, it was not a great not a great start for England. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> Feeling a bit ominous for the rest of the series, but we'll see. Uh, you know, another cliche. You can't really tell until both teams have batted. But if, uh, if it gets to two in the morning, I mean, how how far do you think? You said you'd you'd, you'd stay up till England were four down. What what target are you setting for yourself in Australia about batting? Uh, yeah, do you know what? I've not thought that far ahead yet. We'll see. It's tough. I'm already absolutely shattered. I've got quite a long <laughs> in front of me. Like one day in, I'm like, I just can't do this. Oh, it's too much. I think, um, yeah, I think if Australia get to 50 without loss, I'll go to bed. I think. <laughs> As you said, it's there's such a long time between the news and the start of play. They've got to find a way to bring it forward half an hour because I was half an hour, like... I have to say, like the uh, at least all the, the sort of Downing Street Christmas party stuff kept, uh, you know, kept the <laughs> kept the ball rolling until the ashes started, if, if nothing else. Um, Why well, I, I watched the press preview on Sky News twice? <laughs> it is tough. <laughs> it is tough. The um, um, they actually are yeah. bringing it forward half an hour tonight. They think because of because of the rain. 
today or the rain last night it is going to start 11 30 tonight our time oh, bloody perfect then did you i mean the question i want to know is did you find your dina <laughs> i did find the dina yeah i found several dinas actually because it's absolutely bloody freezing <laughs> um, but yeah i got a dina and a, a christmas blanket so i'm all sorted got my cereal so yeah well anyway we're going to be back tomorrow aren't we with uh with more ashes dailies uh you're gonna you're gonna be hosting them in future time but i'm basically i'm i'm at home i'm not working today so i'm just sat in my living room with my laptop but but going forward the way we're going to do this uh because it's the only way that i could squeeze this in is uh we're going to record on my commute to work so uh i'm lucky enough to be able to walk to work so i've got about a 20 minute walk so i'll be uh on my phone with my airpods in talking to you so that means while well, I'm kind of dodging traffic and and so on, you're you're going to be hosting. Are you are you, are you ready? Are you feeling prepared? I mean, that's a reason for for people to, to tune in uh, to, to click listen, is it? Above anything else, just to see how it goes. Car crash. Yeah, I'll I'll give my best shot. I'm a bit undercooked, but we'll be all right. I think we'll get through it. Speaking of undercooked, actually, sorry, we've we've <laughs> I know we said we'd only do like ten minutes, and we've done about twenty, but. Uh, just before we go, one thing we haven't said is, you know, maybe we shouldn't be too harsh on it. Like, it's very depressing and it's a familiar story and, you know, this can't explain everything. But given that they've had literally zero preparation, and I know Australia didn't really either, but it's different when they're at home and that they, you know, they have been playing a bit of domestic cricket and so on. It, it is, it's a pretty tough ask for England to walk out, for those batsmen to walk out against Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins with no Red Bull cricket for months and expect them to succeed. So, you know, we, we should possibly go a little bit easy. I mean, it's there's questions to ask, you know, sort of beyond the team about how that's happened, but, but, you know, possibly, and I don't think we have, but, you know, it possibly unfair to kind of lay into any individuals here. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be, you know, you'll be delivering a full Bayfield report after the five nil, but the, um, obviously the pandemic, um, situation, you know, hasn't made life easy, has it? The World T20 happening when it did, the the the, the IPL, all, all this kind of stuff. Like, there's just there's really not been any any build up whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I kind of completely agree. It, it makes a mockery of the whole thing of like Silverwood, you know, of, of England's like resting and rotating players last winter when, I mean, they literally made what may as well have not bothered really. So um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it does cast that in a very different light. Anyway, fast forward to Ashes Daily 2 tomorrow and I'll be going, Ollie Pope, useless. Get him out. <laughs> Maybe that's um, just, you know, just you know, if we've learned anything from this pandemic that we can take into the next one is, you know, don't rest and rotate your test squad. <laughs> so there we go. Put that in the report. It's good to learn lessons. It's good to it learn is, lessons, good. isn't it? Lessons learned. Um, All right, okay, well, let's, well, uh, let's call it a it call it a day, call it a night. Were you were you about to host? Have you starting to think you're the host already? <laughs> That's getting ahead of myself there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, have a good one. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 